Hello, this is Angela Schaefers, the producer and host of Your Story Matters. Today we have a very special guest, Cheryl Maloney. She is author of Simple Steps for Real Life. She's a speaker, a coach, and in addition, hosts her own radio show weekly. Cheryl, welcome to the show. Angela, thank you very much. I'm just thrilled to be here. Very excited to have you, and I've been following you around on Facebook and Twitter and just very happy with all that you're doing and how much encouragement and inspiration you put out there to the world, and I think that's we can never have enough of that, so it's very necessary. Before we talk about your book, I want you to be able to share some of your history and your story that led up to all that you're doing now and writing the book and those types of things, so our listeners get a good understanding of who you are, and what your story's about. Well, thank you for that. I was a corporate insurance executive for just a little under 25 years when all of a sudden the company was acquired and I was without a position. Now, I will say that I opted to leave at that point in time because there wasn't a future there that I wanted. Mm-hmm. In the course of that going on, my husband was diagnosed with leukemia. We had moved across country into an area where We had no familiarity with it all, so we were away from our home, Mm -hmm. and my parents came to live with us, and my mother's blind. My father died suddenly, and I became the primary caregiver for my mother, and in the midst of all of this, I thought as I was leaving that corporate world that I needed to find a better way to retire, so I invested all of my retirement and all my savings based on the advice of a real estate guru Mm -hmm. and ultimately lost absolutely everything that I had, everything. Mm. Wow. Now, luckily, I am married to a wonderful man. We've been married about 33 years. I do not have children. I have pets. I'm an animal person. Mm -hmm. But through the course of all of this, I was living in a place where I had no friends. I was out in the middle of the prairie in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I got to where I realized that I realized if I stayed in that place where I didn't want to crawl out from underneath the cupboards that I wouldn't come out. Mm. So I started doing little things to try and bring myself out of it. And then I said, you know, I can't be the only one going through this. Right. I can't be the only one who's a job change in the 50, you know, at age 50, before at the time. So I wanted to reach out and I started writing about what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And then I posted it on a website and then Facebook. And two years later, it, we've turned out to have a lot of folks that are going through very similar things. And my hope was for people to feel that they weren't alone no matter what they were going through. This is about helping people realize they weren't alone to me. Wow. So that's, how I, that's a short version. Yeah, and I love that. And you and I have just talked about that a few minutes ago, about how people often feel very alone, that nobody understands, that nobody's right. been where they have or where they're at, and there's no hope in getting help. But the truth is, is that all of us have been through something. We've all suffered. We all right. go through challenges in different areas of our lives or different times of our lives. And it's really how we deal with that to get through it that determines our success down the road and what the outcome can be of our own story. So I love that you shared that. And I know that on your post, and I'm sure in your book, you share a lot more details about your feelings and all the things that were going on. Share with the listeners a little bit about those feelings and thoughts and the darkness there because depression is often misunderstood and sometimes still not talked about as much as it should be. And there's this stigmatism of like, oh my gosh, you have depression or you have mental health issues, you know, stay away. And it's really, really quite the norm. Well, and it is. And I, I found there were a lot of things going on. I had done 
literally graduated from college, went to school because my father said, that's what you're supposed to do. You go to school, you get a job, you become loyal to a company. Mm -hmm. And I stayed with the same company my entire career. Mm -hmm. But then when that was gone, while I was excited, it's like, woo, I get to play. The reality sunk in, in my brain, that I defined myself by the work that I had done for this company. And now I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't see my value because, first of all, it was the job market got very difficult at that point in time, and I'm still unemployed. Mm-hmm. So I looked at that and went, who's going to want me? Right. So in my brain, I'm going through, nobody wants me. I have failed mm. because I don't have an income coming in. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, was away from everyone that I knew. And, you know, you use an Internet mechanism just as I do. And we've, the farther away we get from people, the more isolated that we get. And I found that by using the Internet, by using Facebook, my website, we're able to connect in manners that we couldn't before. Right. And that helped draw us all out, not just me, but the other people that are relating to you and me, mm-hmm. to say, wait a second. There's someone halfway across the world going through what I'm going through. Right. Who understands, who gets it, and who has right. found ways to deal with whatever's happening because life's a challenge, obviously, and sometimes it keeps coming and coming at you. And I want to go back to that a little bit because you mentioned being in a new area, not having your friends, not having your job, your husband being ill, your father passing on, your mother being a responsibility. That all speaks to a great deal of loss. How did you deal with those feelings of loss? Because that's a lot of grief on top of grief. It was a lot of grief on top of grief, and that's, that is a really good way to put it. I had found that all of my life and all of my career, I was the strong one. Mm-hmm. So through most of it, I found myself powering through and mm-hmm. just saying, I've just got to take a step. I've got to do one thing. I've got to put one foot in front of the other. I don't have to change the world. I don't have to do it all now, but I have to do something to make me feel a little bit better and move through this. And it it was a long process. Right. And, you know, even today, there'll be times when, you know, something will happen and it'll be my father all over again. And I'll go back to that place, mm-hmm. which is an uncommon. Mm-hmm. But what it took was me saying, you know, I've got a choice here. I have a choice to stay in this place. I just don't want to be there in my life. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And in my brain, it was doing something simple. Mm-hmm. And it was one step. It was reaching out and talking to someone maybe that I hadn't talked to for a while. It was taking the dog for a walk. It was anything that was positive. may not have been stellar, but it was something simple and something positive. That's the only way that it worked for me to get through it. Right. And I love that you're sharing that because... It is a process when you're trying to work through life challenges and healing through grief and all those things. It doesn't happen overnight. I know that we have listeners at times who want an instant healing process, whatever it is that will automatically make them feel better. And that's part of what I like about the things that you share and that help to encourage and inspire other people with is that it's these little things oftentimes in the moment, several times a day that you can do to keep yourself going, to take it one day at a time and gradually feel better as you move through the process of whatever you're dealing with, whether it's illness, grief, 
anything. I mean, it's not just a simple, easy fix. And it wasn't meant to be that. I think that like physical healing, emotional and mental healing is part of a process of it needs time. It needs sleep. It needs food. It needs exercise, whatever it is. And I think that's a really good point. And that's the message that I carry. I know it's a message that you carry. I went through a lot of my life wanting instant gratification. Yes. If I wanted it, I went and bought it. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to do it, I went and did it. And there are sometimes that's good, but when you're not thinking those through, okay, I've got it now. Well, wait a second. Now I want something else. Right. So you're always wanting. Well, when it comes to emotions, yeah, do I want to feel great and happy on top of the world every single minute? Yes, but I also know I'm going to come down from that. Mm-hmm. So rather than having these wild swings of wild, wild highs and wild lows, by doing, to me, a simple step, something simple every day, I maintain more of an even keel, mm-hmm. and that keeps me from falling down back into the lows again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, and I think that a lot of that is much like other things when we're trying to create new habits or break old habits. Right. They say when you do something, you try it for 30 days. Just try one little thing, a baby step each day for 30 days all of a sudden you've established the new habit or you've broken off the old habit. So I think that's key in what you're saying and a lot of what you share too. Don't overwhelm ourselves with this long list of this is what we have to do with all this pressure, with all these expectations that we put on ourselves that aren't really doable and realistic because it doesn't help get us out of depression and discouragement and hopelessness. It actually increases it when we're not making any strides. And that's exactly right. We, and then we put those shoulds, those expectations on our shoulders, mm-hmm. and now that weighs us down a little farther. And I, as I have talked to people over the last couple of years, and we have some really cool people that have been through a lot, they've gotten to the point in their lives where they say, every morning I get up, I'm starting from where I am. Yes. And that's such a wonderful mindset. I'm not going to talk about yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about where am I right now because in this moment, I can change how my day goes or how I feel. But if I focus on what happened behind me or where I was yesterday, that just makes me feel worse about myself. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I'm with you 100%. I wake up every day and I'm thankful that I'm still alive. And then I proceed on with whatever's going to happen for the day and make the best of it. And really, because you can't go back and change anything about the past. Yesterday or last year or anything. It's happened. It's done. Best to learn from it and let it go and then move forward into the happiness that is available to you each day. Well, and Angela, I absolutely agree with you because I sit here and go, what can I learn from what happened? Mm -hmm. Because if it's a lesson and I learn it, I've gotten better and that's a positive. Now, if some of those lessons have been extremely hard, you bet. Yes. And sometimes I had sometimes those things happened over and over and over again in my life mm-hmm. because I wasn't getting the lesson. Yes. So what I've learned is if something keeps happening in a life, in my life or someone else's life, if you sit down and look for what you're supposed to learn. In my case, I used to delegate everything that had to do with my finances to someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, I kept having problems over and over and over again because I didn't take responsibility. Right. And it took 
a very hard lesson for me to get there. Mm -hmm. And I hear people saying the same thing about relationships. Why am I always attracted to the guy that's, you know, bad? Right. Or the girl that's the bad boy, the bad girl. Mm -hmm. Okay, what lesson are you supposed to learn from that? Right, right. Very key. And I'm so glad that you shared that because I think that that's all part of what we're talking about. Those simple steps for real life change and that's to really learn from everything. And even if it was something that happened recently, learn from it, let it go, move on, but take that learning and do something positive with it so that you don't continually end up in the same place or you don't dig that hole deeper as far as feeling depressed or discouraged or hopeless. Exactly. To me, it's also about feeling just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And one, one less, learning one lesson along the way or doing one thing differently. And like you said before, you keep doing it for 30 days. You just repeat it over and over right. and over. You find yourself in a little bit better place. And then you're encouraged because it's like, okay, I'm a little bit better now. What can I do next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another little step or baby step, simple step, call, it doesn't matter what it's called, just take it. Yes, absolutely. Love it and love that advice because that is helpful for anybody, no matter what they're dealing with or going through. Can you share a little bit about the book, who the audience is for the book and some of the key points in it so people will have a good idea of what they can look forward to in picking up a copy of Simple Steps for Real Life? Thank you for asking about that. I wrote this particular book because over the course of the two years that I've been doing this, the same type of thoughts were coming out on a page. People were saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Either, I don't really know what I want, or they were stuck in the past and still living about some anger that they had, or they were saying, it's not my fault. My life's not my responsibility. So what I did was I broke this book down into sections. It's not a read a plan from end to end. Mm-hmm. It is a, what do you need to work on? Do you need to figure out what your choices are in life? Do you need to take responsibility for your life? Do you need to just let go of something from your past? So I broke it down into sections of those key areas where people tell me or where they write about what they need to do. And then each chapter has simple steps in it to address that. For example, letting it go is a big thing. So I've got an entire section. It's called Release It, Let It Go. Mm -hmm. And that's about letting go of the past. So whether it's worry or your stuck in the past and can't mm-hmm. move forward, or you just feel you're in a black hole and don't know how to get get out of it. Mm-hmm. There are simple steps in here, and I will tell you that there is no simple step that's more than two pages worth of reading. Mm. So, and some of them are a page. So if you go to one and say, okay, this looks like what I need to do. I need to get back into a better place. All right, there's a little bit of detail, but here are three. Here, here are the simple steps to work yourself through that one. Now, if that doesn't work, Pick out another simple step in the book and try it. But just do one. Mm-hmm. Because if you do it and you do it repeatedly, you're going to feel better. That's right. And that, that's what this book is about. You could pick it up and have one simple step that would be enough to make your life different. Mm-hmm. Or you could say, okay, I like that one. Now I'm going to another one in a different section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that's important when we get books is that we find ones that can clearly spell things out and provide an easy way for us to learn what the author is trying to share and then implement it. And so that is awesome that you've done that with your book and how you've set it up. And I'm sure that it will be a great help to many of our listeners or a great gift for someone to give to someone else. 
And you mentioned that you're a coach and a speaker and a radio show host. Can you share with our listeners some of those things, how they can tune into your show weekly? Well, in the course of simple, uh, developing Simple Step, I will, go, I will go out and I will talk about the book and literally walk people through Simple Step. So most of my speaking is related to helping people take Simple Steps as is the coaching. Mm-hmm. And what we do on the radio show, and my business partner is Kenny Brixey, and I, he came to me through Simple Steps also, the Facebook page, and he is a life coach. And on the radio show, what we do is every other week, we're taking a section of Simple Steps for Real Life. This week was just about knowing yourself and tuning into yourself. So it's called Know It, Tune Into You. And we talked about how can you know what you want and what's important to you if you haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. So on our radio show, we'll do one week where we talk about simple steps in the book, and then the next week we have some really fabulous guests. And what we focus on are people who, like what you're doing with talking to me, they've been through something in their life, mm-hmm. and they have found a better place. They're everyday people. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are folks that, for example, next week's guest is a guy that had it all, traveled the world, had it all, but lost touch with his family, his mother died, his father, and he came to a point rather late in life where he said, what matters is what matters, and it's my relationships with my family. So his life totally went through renewal. So we try and bring on guests that have stories to tell, Mm -hmm. because we believe their stories matter too. Mm -hmm. And like you're doing, we share it with people, because somewhere along the line, Someone's out there waiting to hear that voice. Yes, yes, I agree. And we talked and, about uh, that earlier. It seems like just the right moment in the right time, whatever you're going through, there's some story out there. The radio show is on Empower Radio, so it's www.empoweradio, empowerradio.com. There's a link to the shows, and it's just Simple Steps, Real Change with Cheryl Maloney and Kenny Brixey. Wonderful. And when is it aired each week? Every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Central. And then after the show's over, it is a recorded show. It's an Internet broadcast, so you can go to that same www.empowerradio.com to the shows, and there's a link to the recorded shows. And it is a live call-in show, so we take callers, we take callers or we have an email address, and all that information is located on the Empower page so people can call in and ask questions or if they're not comfortable doing that, they can email them to us. Love it. That's wonderful. I'm glad that you have that as another avenue to share your message and to get other people engaged in what you're trying to do and encourage and inspire them. Can you share with our listeners some of the most valuable things you've learned on this journey as far as doing the website and writing the book, and interacting with other people who, as we mentioned earlier, have gone through or are going through similar things such as depression. What are some things that have really stuck out for you? Great memories, great thoughts, things that really impacted you. I think the biggest thing that happened to me, and I say this because I was a corporate executive that had a job to do and did it at any cost. Mm -hmm. And it took going through this journey and interacting with so many other people to realize that if you focus on the I in life and not connect to other people, you're missing out on so much more beauty and amazing experiences because you live in isolation. You choose to have your life in, in isolation. Mm. And the, the I in everything, we do what 
our journey calls us to do, what we want to do, but we don't do that alone. And we're never alone as long as we realize that there are other people out there that are just waiting to help us. They're waiting to be part of our lives. Mm -hmm. They're waiting to be inspired by us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably one of the strongest messages I had is when you go through life, bring in the richness and the diversity of everyone else that's around you Mm. because we learn from others, but we're inspired by others. Right. So that's, I want to say, Angela, that is probably one of the big messages that I had. And if a person thinks that they're alone, it's because they're choosing to be. Mm. And we can show you how to look at it a little differently. Mm -hmm. Because even being alone out in the middle of the prairie in Texas, which is where I was, I didn't have physical connections with anyone really but my my husband and a couple of neighbors. Mm -hmm. It took bringing us all together on the Internet, which is where this started, to make a night and day difference in my life. So it Mm -hmm. wasn't physical location. It was what was in my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that you share that because I think it's, again, though obvious to some, important to remind others there is always help, whether it needs to be professional help, there's online resources, there's phone numbers you can call if you're depressed, if you're suicidal, there's groups all over the world that are similar to some of your website and what you do that share their stories, that encourage people, blogs all over, and so it's critical that people not feel alone to the point of feeling desperate and feeling so hopeless that they can't go on or choose to end their life. And I really like to speak out that message as much as possible on the show that we encourage you to find help in some form. And as always, you can contact yourstorymatters.net. We have plenty of resources to give you 800 numbers, websites, etc. So please, anyone who's out there feeling like there's no hope for them, Think about it again. Listen to what Cheryl said today. Go to find her website and read all the great stuff going on there, whatever it is, because there's hope that your life can turn around, that things can be much better than what they might be right now. And there's so much more to life than bad things, trauma, depression, loss. Well, and Angela, I just want to add to that because I think it's wonderful that you have all those resources for folks. We see this all of the time, and the one thing that I would say to anyone out there listening right now is we go through very difficult times, and we all think that for some reason we have to be strong and we Mm -hmm. have to do this. We can't reach out for help. Well, the truth is that's your own mind keeping you in that place. Mm -hmm. And when you get to a point where you don't know what to do, when you reach out for help, you'll realize it wasn't as difficult as what you had it in your mind to be, and it's made all the difference in your life. Right. I like that. Thank you for sharing that because I think that is key what you said is that, you know, it's almost like standing up to give that speech or taking that test to get your driver's license, whatever it is, that initial feeling of fear and, oh my gosh, what are people going to think and am I going to fail at this? It all is washed away just by taking that one step to connect with someone else. It works. It does. Cheryl, how would people find out more about you and get a copy of the book and find your blog? My website is is www.simplestepsrealchange.com. And from there, you can get to my Facebook page, which is the same name. It also has links to Amazon.com. The book is out available where any, anywhere books are sold. I have an ebook download that comes off the website. So if you just go to 
simplestepsrealchange.com. All of the links are there. Great. Thank you for sharing that information. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people who want to find out more about what you're doing and get a copy of the book and go to your blog, which is fabulous and very encouraging and inspiring. And I really appreciate, Cheryl, that you've taken your time today to share some of your story with the listeners at Your Story Matters. If anyone is interested, once the show is posted at our website, yourstorymatters.net, if you listen there and make a comment, you're automatically entered to win a copy of Cheryl's book, Simple Steps for Real Life. Angela, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to your listeners and be part of Your Story Matters. I I just really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you.